This is Badass Billy Gunn, 11-time WWE Tag Team Champion, Intercontinental Champion, Hardcore Champion, and you're listening to IcoPod. You gotta hear this. And if you're not listening to this, I got two words for you. Suck it. And we're back with episode 224 of Pod. I am Bob Collins Jr. And with me, as always, is Austin Skinner and Dallas Gridley. And, fellas, it is the go-home show before Survivor Series 1996 at Madison Square Garden. Last week, we had nearly an attempted murder. We had home invasion, and we almost had uh, attempted murder, um, really probably by self-defense. There was assault in the part in the driveway. On two uh, gentlemen by Stone Cold Steve Austin. We don't know who those guys were. We're assuming just friends of Brian Pillman. Although last week, the in-ring certainly was lackluster. The show-long storyline of the home invasion slash attempted murder kept our interest. Unfortunately, Austin did not uh, stay with us. Well, I I got to say... You you keep saying attempted murder. I think it was committed murder because my stream was completely fucking massacred with about ten minutes left a rod ago. Well, I was I was gonna say I wonder if like did like Steve Austin come to your house and just rip yeah. out your internet, cut the cord. Well, it, it, it's funny how it happened because Austin freezes and me and Bob are like that ain't good. So I immediately do a time check, which was a saving grace. Yeah, because then once the feed actually dropped out, we we did a little magic. Yeah, and um, and then yeah, and then we were screwed. And Austin didn't have internet for like three days. Yeah, and and the whole thing is is like usually when that happens, like okay, fine. There's like a blip in the service or whatever. Right back on, finish it, done. Well, dude, I gotta tell you guys, I tried. To get back on up until I would say nine o'clock because I was following like the service updates and like, uh, you know, calling the fucking hotline thing. And it's like, oh, you have an outage in your area, blah, blah, blah. This is your estimated turn on time. So I went through all the fucking steps. And finally, when they kept pushing me back and pushing me back, 10, 11, I was like, you know what, motherfuckers? Keep it. Okay? Keep the service tonight. You fucking win. Fine. So, went to bed that night. Went to work the next day. I'm thinking, well, at work on Tuesday, which is the day after we would have recorded. Shit's fixed itself. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Come back home. Shit still doesn't fucking work. So, as my blood's boiling... I decide, okay, now I need to press every button until a fucking worker gets on the phone and talks to me about this bullshit. <laughs> so I proceeded to call him. I They picked up immediately like they were waiting on my fucking call. Oh, this guy, he's been out of internet for 24 hours. He's probably pissed. <laughs> they fucking talk to the person that's, you know, of course, they're being as nice as possible. Of course. 
And I'm trying to be as mean as possible because I want some money off my fucking bill. Uh, so I proceeded to lie to them and say, hey, thanks, jerk offs. You costed me a full day's worth of work as well as my girlfriend because we both work from home. So you costed me $300. They didn't give a fuck about that. Uh, sure, yeah. They said, well, well, we'll continue your service. We'll get you all set up before you hang up today and you'll be good to go for work tomorrow. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> that fucking easy, huh? They just had to just click some buttons and all of a sudden it's back. Why did I have to call you pieces of shit? Why were you waiting with bated breath by the goddamn phone? And she's like asking me my account info. I was like, oh, what's your uh, safety uh, account number associated? I said, ma'am, I'd love to look that up for you, but I don't have internet. <laughs> she said, well, well, let's try a different thing. And like she asked my security qu- question. Of course, I answered that. She gets into my account, whatever. I was maybe on the phone five minutes, had that shit back working, no problem. And it's like, dude, first of all, blanket statement, fuck Spectrum. If you work for Spectrum, fuck you too. Okay? Because. Yeah, listen, I've always hated them. Yeah, dude, the, the internet sucks. Sucks. It's not good. No. Once we want Verizon in the fam. It was never going back. I've had it since I've moved out and moved again after that. I still got it, and it's still. Oh, I'm getting good. it. Yeah, I'm getting that for sure. They're losing my business. There's no fucking doubt about that. So yeah, they can suck it. Uh, that's why I was not present for the last ten minutes of uh, Raw last week. Figures, it was a fucking good one. And figures, Brian Pillman's one of my favorite fucking characters, and I don't get to see, like, his major raw that he's known for conclude. So that sucked. But you, you know what? Uh, it do, is you re- do you remember, this is before Dallas joined us, but, like, my internet would, like, cut in and out, like, out of nowhere. Like, before it worked, no problem. And then yeah. for a while there, it would just, like, cut out and, like, be a be a headache like we didn't know if it would cut out during the show and i called yeah. them and they were like yeah it seems like something's up we'll send somebody out the guy comes out here and he's like how long have you had this for and i was like i don't know three years and he's like hmm and i was like what and he's like you're you're missing a cord oh my god and i was like what and he's like yeah like when the guy like whoever came here to set this up he didn't he didn't give you like like the cord that needs to be here and he's like that's fucking weird and he's then he goes i'm not he's like i'm not even gonna charge you for me coming out here because like that guy fucked up <laughs> so i was like oh my god i was like okay <laughs> see you later man thanks i'm telling you dude like they don't fucking know shit and you know when you call yeah i got lucky because again they were waiting for my fucking phone call but right. usually when you call, either you can't talk to fucking nobody. It's all bullshit robot. Or when you do talk to somebody, I'm more confused after I hang up than when before I called. I've had a couple um, recent experiences. I was telling Bob about this fairly recently um, when we were going to a wrestling show. But I kept getting stuff like canceled from Walmart's website. Mm. So I like chat the 
I'm like, I'm talking to a per- like I'm going to chat a person. And they're like, sir, we are very sorry. This will not happen again. It has happened three more times, even <laughs> since the last one. The oh same item gosh. keeps getting canceled, by the way. Like, this is not a joke. One time they even said it was delivered. I immediately messaged them and go, it was not fucking delivered. I've been home all day. And then they're like, oh, so, and they charged me. I said, I'd like, I need a refund. First off, I also accidentally bought it on my girlfriend's credit card. Secondly, it wasn't fucking delivered. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going, I'm like strike seven with this item that keeps just selling out. And I message them. I've stopped now. Cause I'm just, it's like worthless. Yeah. Like, sir, it won't happen again, sir. Really <laughs> sorry. Like, really sorry this happened to you, sir. I was like, you better be fucking sorry. This is so stupid. Yeah, but, that's bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. Fucking, you can't, you talk to someone, it gets more confusing. Well, with and with Spectrum, I remember when I canceled my cable. And I was like, going to return the box and everything. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And they're like, are you sure? Oh, yeah. And, like, and they were like. What are you going to do, if you don't mind me asking? And I was like, oh, I'm going to get YouTube TV. It's 35 bucks a month at the time. Yeah. And they were like, oh, okay. But, like, don't you – you don't want, like, as many, like, bills, right? So, like, why don't you just keep spectrum? <laughs> and I was like, I have auto bills. payment. I have auto payment, you son of a bitch. I don't have to worry about it. And they're just you like – too many bills. What a fucking stupid excuse. Yeah. yeah it's shit. like you just – you want to add another bell? And I was like, I'm, uh, I'm going to be saving, like, $75. So oh, yeah, I, I'll add another. And I one. have and I have auto payment on. Like I don't have the auto site out of mind. Like what are you talking? Like it's the same thing I do with you guys. Like what are you talking about? And then they they just gave up. They're like, okay, well I guess you can you can bring it to the store and then we'll take care of it. And I was like, okay, thank you, bye. Yeah, well you broke that person's heart, so. Yeah, you did. Um, speaking of breaking people's hearts, I've decided that once I move it to Ohio. Uh, instead of making the trip to see you motherfuckers all the time, I've vowed to myself that in Ohio, I'm going to find me a fob and a phallus, which is basically a fake Bob and a fake Dallas. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? So... I got to find, like, a taller guy who's got, like, a brush cut and a beard. And, like, a shorter guy who's got, like, a medium hair with, like, a big beard. With tattoos. And with well, hats. Well, this is yeah. good because uh, Dallas's new work friend, he can be our, uh, our, our foster. Good oh. luck, buddy. One of one over on this side of the podcast. Right, dude. Uh <laughs> So, yeah, like, I, I've decided that since I never see you fucks and only talk to you once a week, uh, I'm replacing you. Well, you know, you do, you deserve to only talk to us once a week. because Well, you, now that you guys are best buddies and you guys no, talk multiple no, times. No, well, listen, you have still not improved on your text messaging skills because uh, I can't read any oh, excitement. Well, I can't read shit. any excitement. Bullshit. Wait, if you're looking for enthusiasm, you're not going to get it. But I think Austin's been a little bit better about this. I answer every fucking time. Is it immediate? No. But guess what? I write back, bitch. But here's my (laughs) thing. But here's what I've noticed. Like, you'll send something to our group chat, right? And usually Dallas will be like instantly, did you get your internet back? Then you don't respond for like 14 hours. But he's instantly because I didn't have internet back yet, you motherfucker. Yeah, but he goes, did you he's get it back? He's waiting for yet? the update. 
Yeah, you could have just said no. Not yet. You're just like, no, I'm going to wait till it's back on 14 hours. Oh, it's back on. It's Tuesday now. Yeah, I didn't want to see the green message. I wanted to see the blue one. <laughs> Ooh, I don't blame him for that, to be honest. Um, No, I have been better about it. And you know what? Sorry if I use proper punctuation in my text messages. Fuck that, dude. Because people take the – when I do a period at the end, they're like, oh, I'm butthurt about it. He's pissed. No, bitch. It's proper punctuation. I don't got time for that. I once had an ex-girlfriend who, if I used the wrong form of there in a fucking text message, she would, like, correct me. And I'm going like, to. I was like, you know what? This is not working out. No, I'm like, going if to. If I have to think about how I'm properly using the word to in a text message, I ain't fucking doing it. If I have to properly think about what I responded back to my friends, I ain't fucking worried about it. It's bullshit. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So get ready, guys. I'm starting FICO pod pretty fucking soon. Oh, man. Frustling free caps coming You're to you You're goddamn soon. right, bitch. And it's your logo with Fs on the front, written hey. in paint with fucking red paint. You paint. <laughs> okay? I love it. You're That's fucked. Some That's some bullshit. I'm stealing the audience, all 40 of them. Hey. Hey, <laughs> right? I'm going to shit. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's. Wait, uh, wait, wait. I'm going to the house show. Okay, guys. Fire up Peacock. No, I got to do fucking observer notes, man. Oh, I thought. Uh, and I think the house show notes are kind of uh, very similar to the yeah, previous. Great. Okay, I'm going. All right, observer notes here. Chris Candido. Also known as Skip of the Bayadonnas, he has quit. He quit. See ya. He quit at TV recently because uh, they wanted him to help the younger talent. And Candido doesn't want to be off television at the age of only 24. Plus, he has heat with Shawn Michaels because he's been doing hot moves during the prelim matches to overshadow the main events. I don't think. Oh, get, get out of here. Now, here, now here's now here's my here's my thing here. Okay, I've watched a few. 1995, 1996 house shows. Okay. And I'm telling you right now, there is no way that Skip doing a somersault plancha onto Aldo Montoya is taking away from the main event of like Shawn Michaels against Diesel. I don't think anybody in the crowd is like, you know, Shawn Michaels did that pretty cool crossbody, but like he ain't no Skip. Uh, between the three of us, what it comes down to is a weather report. The reason why Skip left is because on Shawn Michaels' weather report, it's always sunny. Correct. That's why that motherfucker left. Did you guys see the breaking news about Sunny? So we know about the accident and she was arrested. And, of course, I believe she was, um, I think, let go at that point or whatever. Char- yeah, yeah, she was out on bail. She posted bail, which was like right, right. a quarter of a million dollars. Well, she got charged now. Uh, I'm, you know, let me see if I can. Uh... They released, like, body cam footage or whatever. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, 
I saw that on TMZ. I didn't watch it, though. And I think in Sonny's defense, and I think we covered it even on the podcast, she said that the guy had a stroke before she hit him or something. He had like a stroke or a seizure or something like that, yeah. She still yeah. hit him. She fucking, that's like the tree saying, oh, Randy Savage just ran into me. Well, so this yeah. notes that she was more than three times the legal blood alcohol limit. Yeah, right. What the fuck, man? And she, and she denied having any drinks. She was like, I wasn't intoxicated. And then you see it and you're like, you're three times over the limit. What are you talking about? And she rear-ended this SUV that was stopped at a red light. Um, the guy so was she set, probably set caused the fucking seizure to begin with. Yeah, so I don't. This doesn't even note that. Um, I'm trying that to see. It might have been made up. It might have been made up. Yeah, uh, probably. So she's got convictions for six other DUI arrests under her belt, because in 2012 she was arrested five times in less than a month. Oh my um, god. Blah blah blah. Oh, see this. Of course, this one article I click on does not actually reveal the charges. So. I'll keep on looking for it, um, as Bob. You go, go, you can go through the notes, but uh, I think this, then, is, this is pretty important stuff here. And, and skip aside, yeah, okay, he left, whatever. Honestly, for me, for my money, Sonny is one of those people that, you know, in a serial sense, has just never learned from her mistakes ever. Ever. I found it. Um, she was charged with DUI manslaughter, dro- driving without a, with, with a suspended or revoked license, causing death or serious injury, and seven charges of DUI causing damage to a person or property. Uh, her and bail- don't forget, and don't forget, when you're a normal person, three DUIs, you do pretty significant jail time. Yeah. Right. Um, so she, at, she should be just, she's done. Like, lock her up, give her 20 years, you're done. Uh, so, as of this recording, we are recording this uh, on May 9th as a behind-the-scenes thing. She bounded out of jail on May 7th when a bail bondsman put up 10% of her $220,500 uh, bail. Yeah, I told you, almost, yeah, a quarter of a million. Which is kind of silly because um, she she could have just paid her own bail with her OnlyFans money, realistically. Yeah, but if would she, she want to spend all that money on bail? No, she's got to pay the guy back anyways, though. Only 10%, though. Well, yeah, but I don't think that... I think you, I think you still end up having to pay. I don't know. I've never been to jail and no, no, no. So, so if she were to, like... Oh, wait. No oh. show court or something, like, he, he... It's like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Like, yes. he'd be on the hook for that. Look and at then this. he's got to get her to not be on the hook. Court records show that this guy, James Penta, or I'll say, uh, which is Sonny's boyfriend, put up his property as collateral. Oh, my God. That's so bad, dude. So dumb. Don't do that. That's so bad. Yeah, yeah Sonny, I, I wouldn't say this about, you know, a normal, but Sonny's one of them people who's had favors done for her her whole life. People probably have bent over backward for that bitch. Mm-hmm. And, dude, she hasn't learned. And now somebody's dead over it. Right. So it's time for Sonny, like, ha-ha, I'm in jail this week. Ha-ha, I'm out this week. Buy my OnlyFans. Here's a sale. Oh, back in jail. Sucking my boyfriend's dick. Like, no, dude. We're fucking done with all that. You're doing hard time. 
Well, she could face up to 30 years, and the, that's the max sentence. The minimum is four years. But, you know, killing someone, probably going to get a little more than four. I she think. should be in serving the, at least 10 years. In the history of, like, what she's been doing here? Right. Like, right. That's just not right. And then, uh, but, you know, I'm sure that previously she kind of had extra leeway because I'm sure WWE was like, we'll send her to rehab. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But even they've even like washed their hands of this. They're just like, no. And that's what I'm saying. She's always had kind of that out or like that little, you know, fucking back pocket sort of deal. No, bitch. You're fucking done. You're done. Nobody has gotten as many chances in wrestling past or present than fucking Sonny has, dude. Yeah. It sucks. Crazy, man. It's, it's really fuck, fuck Skip, like whatever, he's gone. Well, speaking of Sonny here in 1996, obviously she's in a relationship, whether it's open or committed, with Chris Candido. Um, she needs to be committed. The speculation whether or not she'll be leaving is, well, she is staying because she has a significantly large contract. Correct. In comparison to Candido, so she'll be sticking around. It's likely that. Uh, She'll just be like and just an on-air ambassador type of thing, not like managing anybody. She's coming out to do like ring announcing or commentary or something along those lines. So don't expect a whole lot from Sonny moving forward. Barry Windham and Vader, they both recently broke their foot. Oh, shit. Uh, Vader broke his foot during the Boy Meets World taping segment. Hmm. So apparently during that match with Jake Roberts... He broke his butt. Wow, okay. Uh, and then lastly here, Ahmed Johnson, uh, the weekly Ahmed Johnson update. Uh, he is still scheduled to be back by the December pay-per-view. He better, dude. I've missed him quite a bit, so we need him back. I agree with that. And then for uh, Dallas's favorite segment here, the house show notes. We were in Cleveland, Ohio at the Gund Arena. Oh. I believe this is the same venue that SummerSlam is at. November 10th, 1996, the attendance is 3,455. Kurt Henning did not appear as he was scheduled to appear, so that should be interesting, if that leads to anything. The Sultan defeated Bob Holly. Jesse James defeated Justin Bradshaw. Billy Gunn defeated Bart Gunn. Steve Austin defeated Aldo Montoya. Psycho Sid defeated Vader in a stretcher match. The WWF Tag Team Champions Owen Hart and Davey Boy Smith defeated the Godwins. And just like last week, the Challengers, the Godwins, originally won the match and titles after Phineas hit the slap drop on Owen, but Owen's foot was on the bottom rope. So the match continued. Mark Merrow defeated WWF Intercontinental Champion Hunter Hearst Helmsley by disqualification. And in the main event, WWF World Champion Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker defeated Goldust and Mankind in a steel cage. So right off the bat, my reaction is it seems very similar to last week's that we heard. Yeah, I want to say it's almost identical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to say that I'll still go. But I also want to make note of just how many names that is on this house show card that are going to go on to be very significant players on WWF programming very soon. 
I guess I didn't realize, but when you have all that talent compiled on that list like that, and you're hearing these names, and it's like, oh, yep, yep, him, him, mm-hmm. him. It's like, oh, fuck. Like, we're, I, we're finally at a point where it's not like King Kong Bundy's there. And fucking all the fucking all these different guys that you know are either there for three months, right? They're there to cash in a check. I feel like we're really we've cycled those people out for the most part, so that's nice. But yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna still go this week, even though we pretty much went last week, and we'll pretty much see the same thing. We're following the tour around, baby. Big bang, boom. Yeah. Yeah, are you still are you still going to the show or no? Yeah, guys, we're on tour, baby. We can't that's stop. Fine. All right. Uh, let's get this show on the road. It's the November 11th, 1996 edition of Monday Night Raw, season four, episode 44. The runtime is 47 minutes and 28 seconds. It's the go home show to Survivor Series, which is at Madison Square Garden. What will happen tonight with Shawn Michaels and Sid? Will there be any more confrontation? Are they going to bump into each other and look at each other? And be like, Did you hit me with that chair or Did was you? it Owen Hart? I don't know. Did you fucking watch the replay last night? Or last <laughs> night? Why oh, are you no. sneaking up on me? Yeah. I'm going to count down from three. And when I say play, that's when you're going to hit your play button. If you want to watch along, head over to the Peacock app. Or maybe it's in your own personal collection as well. But hey, Peacock's like $4. So you probably should just watch it on that. So here we go. Three, two. One play. Well, while the while the intro's going on, guys, I decided to after we just talked about Sunday, I wanted to see if she had any Twitter updates. Oh boy. Um so let's see, we recorded a week ago. About a week ago, a week ago. Week ago. Yeah. So there's some, uh, including this photo. See, those do look good. Yeah, but she uses some grid filters. Yeah, there's definitely filters involved there. Um, basically, um, but most of these posts are talking about a 50% off your first month sale. And if you want it, you better get it soon. Because by the end of the month, she might be in jail. Uh, <laughs> but then there's, hey, babes, how did you all like my new titty fuck video? And it's just it's just a link to the OnlyFans. Okay, and why didn't we watch that? I don't know. And no, then none of us are subscribed to it. This is one of my favorites. Um, I'm going to read it to you and then show you who said it. This is a retweet that she retweeted. Some guy on Twitter says, <laughs> "Wait, I'm, I got to try to get through it without laughing." As Owen Hart is in the ring right now with Bulldog. Bulldog's with Bulldog. Fuck yeah. Um, it says, "Your OnlyFans is worth it. You have one of the prettiest pussies I've ever seen. Love oh. seeing it get fucked." Oh. And this is the guy who said that for your guys' reference. Oh my ah. God, it's Howard Stern, dude. Nice. Yeah. Um, and Sonny retweeted it. How yeah. disgusting. Now, for more fun, remember, I believe it was on last week's episode where we talked that someone said, hey, you were drunk and you killed that guy. Well, now people are <laughs> posting her mugshot in the, the <laughs> in the posts. Oh, it said, it's like the movie They Live. You put on the glasses, or in this case, no phone filters, and this is what you are. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> That's and someone, awesome. Someone, um, I, now I gotta find it again. It's like it was, that. It's like those memes where it's like uh, what you see on the internet and then what you see in yes. reality. Someone goes, comments on one, says, what's on the menu? And someone comments back, lots of alcohol. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so, so there's there's a, a lot of entertainment going on. Over. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new Russo Twitter for us, dude. Dude, yeah. and unfortunately, it might be over soon for a couple years, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. seeing a flashback too when uh, Sid and Sean were back to back last week. Now, if he just opened his eyes there, he would have seen Owen Hart with a chair, but he had to close his eyes to sell the injury. Is that you? Did you do that? I can't believe you'd hit me with a chair. Yeah, that was great. I've been playing uh, on my emulation. I've been playing a lot of WrestleMania 2000 lately from the oh. Nintendo 64. And damn it, that game pisses me the fuck off, dude. I mean, the King of the Ring tournament, dude. It's like the semifinals. <laughs> okay. And just because they don't want me to win, Godfather will be whooping my fucking ass, dude. Or like Val Venus. And I can't do shit. And he pins me. That's lame. Who yeah. are you to doubt the ability of Val Venus? Me when I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, what the fuck? I'm in the video for this shit. I'm in the video. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, I've been playing the shit out of that because I liked that as a kid. So. Uh, I have a new drink. I a new drink that you guys need to try. Uh-huh. Tito's. No. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a TikTok trend. That's right. I'm 33. Oh no. It's 33. I'm 33, and I fucking still watch TikToks. I don't I even have the app downloaded. So you shouldn't do it. You should no. don't do it. Don't do I'm it because gonna. never do it because you'll find yourself scrolling for like two hours. And you're I'm like, never doing f- it. I'm never what have I done it. for like the last two hours? Anyway, you do French vanilla creamer and diet Ugh. coke or any oh, type. Oh my god. And you mix it, and it's fucking... You've done it? Yeah. Isn't that negating the diet part? Wait, you said you weren't drinking soda anymore. Yeah, I know, but I've had a couple of sodas now. I'm not going to have any sodas at home. Oh, okay. What the fuck's the fucking difference? Wait, where where are you drinking French French vanilla creamer and Coke outside? In the break room. No, well, I mean, I have... I have the Diet Coke here now, but for the mixing of the creamer. And then you bring it out. You bring it out the door, and then you do it. You bring it back in and drink it. What? No, it's like perp drink. It's like he's drinking lean, like fucking cough syrup and soda. Carrying around around the cup. It's a good drink. Right now, I'm drinking a gallon of water, dude. I'm disappointed. The color was a little suspect on that. That's it's all fucking. Saying. It's it's literally water. That yeah, could you be chose blue the mountain dew. Yeah. It's blue mountain. It's voltage. Dude, don't know. Whatever, dude. Uh, Wait, we're getting guys, picture in picture here. Steve Austin is shit talking somebody. He's shit talking Bob Holly because he's gonna fight him tonight. It sounds like, and it looks like we got Sid and Sean versus Owen and Bulldog to open up Raw, which is I'm good with that. A pretty big I, match. I think, and I think the tag titles are on the line. Oh, oh no! You're right. You're right because we talked about it, and I said they're gonna win. Which is kind of weird though, because they're literally fighting each other on pay per view in six days, and they're like, they're pals, and they're gonna go if they win, go into that match as tag team champions. I I mean I hate it's that. It's the Sid Shawn Michaels thing. I have already done that. that. Or I the it's the Diesel Shawn Michaels. Diesel thing. Thing. Yeah, I hate those story offs. It Did- drives me nuts. Do we have any note on if this specific Raw was at the same time as last week's? Was it early again, or was it back to its normal time? I think it's still 7.57 moving forward. 
Oh, really? Yeah, that's okay. a permanent thing. Well, then for funsies, uh, I'm going to look up Nitro again. Great. Oh, wait, let me go to Wrestling Recaps. Yo, fuck that dog, dude. I know, I know. Hold on. Uh, Owen here doing his best Uncle Joey, per usual, the last couple of weeks. Shawn Michaels tagged in up to the top and hits an axe handle on the arm that was being held out by Sid. Sean's looking, uh, you know, as cocky as ever with his little ponytail chewing gum. Okay, here we go. WrestlingRecaps.com. Thanks, Matt Petticorda, for your awesome review. So we started off pretty much immediately with the entrances and that picture-in-picture. Well, opening up Nitro... I'm ignoring whatever. I can't even tell what that is. It's, good. it's gunshots. If I hear Peach fucking bark one more time, that's what's going to have to happen. She's scared of the cat outside, guys. Yeah, I, I really, I I'm, I wish I could stop it, but. Um, Benoit versus Jeff Jarrett opened up Nitro. That might be decent. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm probably not turning the channel. Well, guess what? It's, uh, that match only goes, well. Six six minutes and 35 seconds are shown. So, I mean, it's roughly after, like, a... We're probably getting close to the time that match is done. Roughly. And uh, the referee uh, DQ'd Benoit, it looks like. I gotta tell you, too, and I know we've talked about it br- briefly on the podcast before. At least Bob and I have. And I think, actually, Dallas, you've been in that conversation, too. But to touch on it, I find myself, every time I do see Benoit or watch a Benoit match, I forget just how much I enjoy Benoit matches. Um, And, of course, like, his Japanese shit is really good. But, like, even his early 2000s stuff, his stuff with Brett in 99, there's just a lot to like about Benoit's work. And I find myself forgetting that until I'm watching it. Yeah, and you can't forget, he's a family man. Okay. Well, that really killed the vibe I was going for there, Bob. Right? <sighs> well, he was. Anyway, I uh, no, I agree with you. I mean, there's a, there's a really good Brett-Benoit match on Nitro in 98. Yeah. June 98. Speak, speaking of what? The other guy in the match, Jeff Jarrett, does he not look ridiculous today or what? Tell him to cut his fucking hair. I feel like he looks like he has no teeth. Yeah. They look fake as fuck. But I love Jarrett, so he can do whatever he wants. This tag match hasn't been bad. A little while ago, uh, Bulldog hit a nice delayed vertical suplex on Sid, which I'm sure we've seen before. Yeah, it's been pretty run-of-the-mill, I'll be honest. It's not bad though. I'm noticing that they're, you can tell they're just, they're communicating to each other. Well, yeah. Like when, uh, after Bulldog did that vertical suplex, you could see Sid go and say, like, miss leg drop or whatever. Yeah. That's fine. They're not really hiding that fact. Now, who do we think fucks it up for Sid and Sean? Which one's going to fuck it up? Sid? I think they're both just... Yeah, I think it's going to be Sid. Yeah, maybe more. Uh, I'm going to say that Sean is going to super kick Sid on accident. 
See, no, I feel like Sid's going to retaliate this week. Or he's going to have his own accident this week. Because Sean already did the accident last week. Or like Sid thought he did, I guess I should say. Do you do you think Sid turns like heel on this show? No, I don't think so. But I feel like either Sid will be like trying to help and run into Sean or some shit. And Sean will then do the Sid thing where he turns around and is like, dude, what the fuck? Did you just choke slam me? <laughs> fuck your bulldog, dude. I'm sorry. Did you power bomb me? What the hell was that, man? It's a good point though, because like, yeah, how are we? One of them's either got to turn probably tonight, or is one of them's going to be a heel in the match? And if you're looking at that picture they got pulled up on screen, Sid looks a little angrier to me. (laughs) Yeah, but I think the New York crowd, historically, has been against Sean Michaels. They're going to cheer Sid. Yeah, Yeah, they've been against against Really? You guys think so, huh? I think so. Oh, okay. I think that's interesting. Around this time, around his babyface world title run, they were certainly against Sean. Yeah, interesting. I remember the cage match with Diesel. They were cheering Diesel. And they say, like, mean shit to Sean at this time. Yeah, they don't like him. Okay. That's an interesting point to bring up. So that's what I'm saying. Okay. Owen Hart climbing to the top. Shawn Michaels is down, but he's getting up, so I don't know what the fuck Owen thinks he's doing. Sean turns around, crossbody, rolls through. Shawn Michaels goes for cover. One, two. I thought he was about to get him up. He's pretty damn close. Bulldog, cheap shot, Sean. Dave Hebner's like, what are you doing, bro? An Earl. We don't really know for sure, though. I mean, I guess you're right. That's true. That is technically true. We don't know. I mean, it could be Earl. could be Dave. No one talks about Dave. That's why I call it as Dave, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we got to do around the show. Oh, and behind Sid. the rest back here. Choking yeah, him. Say, Sid's not really helping out his partner here. Uh, please note, guys, Jose Lothario is still ringside for Shawn Michaels. I almost thought that – look at Brett looking like he's naked in that backstage video for this little package coming back from commercial break. I almost thought that it was Gorilla Monsoon ringside, and I was like, oh, wait, it's Jose. Like the glasses and the bald head got me for a second. I'm really looking forward to watching this Austin Brett with full contacts of like watching it every week. Yeah. It'll be good to see Brett back. That's going to be so good. I think business is about to pick up with Brett back at Survivor Series. And like well, Austin said. It's just like a, a boost in the arm. Right. Well, yeah. And like you said, though, we're starting to get to a point where a lot of the guys, like, aren't just job guys. And, like, they're once again, we've talked about it a lot. They're not occupations much anymore, right? And, like, so we're getting to a point where you're, like, I don't know. I think we're going to end the year fairly strong and hopefully start 97 strong as well. Well, and that's the thing. A lot of the fly-by-nighters or the guys just trying to cash in on one last good check, they're kind of falling by the wayside one by one. So hopefully that trend continues. I mean, we don't need to see any more Jake the Snakes on Raw anytime soon. No. And I'm... What I was going to say about Steve Austin, too, is, like, sure, he won the King of the Ring, but really after that, 
he in ring wise, there wasn't a lot going on. It's one of these things where like he's getting, I feel like some credibility just from his like promo work and yeah, the angle aspect. It's not like he's been beating. That's a really great top point. top names leading into this match with Brett. So he does. I think there is a level of credibility. Like this guy just went into another guy's house to almost kill him, and now he's fighting Bret Hart on pay per view. Right. Like, can Bret well, beat this guy? Well, guys, tomorrow on. AOL Online, Shawn Michaels will be live, 8 p.m. So dial up your internet for that. He boys. just kicked him right in the nuts. What is the referee doing? It was in the groin. No, it was unintentional. See? Oh bullshit! He just hit him right in the nuts. <laughs> Sid pushes Bulldog in the back of the head like a punk. He he literally looked at his balls and then kicked him in the nuts. And then Earl's yeah. was like, "Don't. What was that, dude? You yeah. can't do that." Even the DQ. Petitioning this to the. I'm, I'm going to petition this to WWF headquarters. You know, I should do that. I think one of these oh. days I'm going to write a letter to the WWF headquarters. Wow. Acting as if 1996 WWF is like currently happening. You should. And and see if they respond to me. I wouldn't just accidentally. Missile drop kicked Bulldog after Sean moved out of the way. Yeah, and what Sid's is that? in. But I'm going to pretend like I'm seven. I'm going to write in crayon. Oh, so what you're saying is you're just going to have Screech fill the letter out for you. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, choke slam there to Bulldog by Big Sid. Sid also wears his trunks up to his tits, by the way. What is yeah. What was that? Bulldog just backdrops Sid, but it looked real. Oh, see, here we go. Boom. Oh, Sid got super kicked. Just barely. He didn't get all of it. Bob, you fucking cheated, dude. <laughs> Sid just got pinned. Yeah, by Bulldog as Owen pulled Sean right out of the ring. That's a bullshit finish. I mean, I don't hate it. Oh, where's the gunshot? It's a fucking dog. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I wasn't expecting... Okay, I wasn't even expecting a clean finish to this. No. Well, it really wasn't. Well, I mean, was it I mean, really it clean? Kind of, yeah, it was, because they didn't... They The champions didn't do nothing. There was a miscommunication between challengers, and they took advantage of that, so that's clean. That's a uh, good point, I guess. Who likes Clarence Mason here? By a show of hands. Uh, I mean, I don't hate him. I don't think I hate him. What the fuck has he done? What has he done? He's good. He got crushed out of jail. Well, that's a good point. He did. Turned his life around. Guys, are you going to call the superstar line tonight? No. Um, I'm going to think about it. It only costs a buck 49 a minute. You probably got to mail him a check because it's 1996. God, I just super kicked the guy I'm fighting in six days. And then you got the Inseguri, which is what, like, almost killed him. Oh, yeah, that's right. So we got to play into that. Every time Sean gets Inseguri, all all that plays in his brain is Marines. Probably. (laughs) Is Kevin Kelly telling us that they're separated in two Yes, they're separating them. Across the hall from each other? I feel like you should go further away. Wait, he's going to try to get an interview, though. 
Yeah, that's that's a good idea. Kevin Kelly is about to get Survivor Series report. <laughs> no, it's not. Is it? Is it Todd? Yes. No, it's Doc. No, it's Karate Fighters, you pricks. That's the tournament. Said it's a report. No, nah, it's a Doc Hendricks report. Like, look, he's literally talking about the show. No, uh, it's literally. You're right. Well, let me tell you. Uh, is this mustache dyed or not? Who the fuck knows? Oh, almost three hours of who knows what's going to happen. Wow, that's a good way to sell it. This is <laughs> we haven't even booked the whole show yet. I want Todd. I, I want Todd Pettengill. Wait, King's yelling at him. Tell him about my team. That's right. We got King, Goldust, Helmsley, and Crush versus The Stalker, Mark Miro, Rocky Maivia, and Mark Henry. I'm sorry. That match is shit. <laughs> Sable in one side, Mr. Perfect in the other. I feel Who like Lawler's team. Lawler's team should win that like easily. Yeah, yeah, you think? Oh. Oh, look at this. Savio, Yoko, Flash, Funk, and a mystery guy against Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Farouk, and Vader. Flash wait. Funk. So we yeah, haven't wait a even second. seen. Wait a second. We haven't even seen Flash Funk. No. And Yoko? I thought Yoko was, like, at the fucking clinic yeah. at this time. Here's another uh, one. Furnace and LaFon, the Godwins, against the New Rockers. In the, oh, look in at their Owen, photos, dude. Get out of here. What is this garbage? Who even are those guys? <laughs> Doug Furnace and Phil LaFon. I don't even know who that is. Aren't they? They're Japan guys. Yeah. East TW. After, uh, after this. After this, yeah. They're scared. They don't want to put on a women's match because it's going to be better than the other ones. So they didn't want to do a women's one this year. Who the hell is the mystery guy for that team with the Yoko Doc team? Hendricks. Could be. What a bizarre. So we got a few different. We got a few I'm stuff. Kevin Kelly. They put me in situations where I can really get seriously injured. Uh, okay. Um, I'm looking up just for funsies here. Uh, about Flash Funk. He has not appeared even on Superstars. He's only wrestled in dark matches. Perfect. Uh, One was on Raw. It looks like potentially the October 21st, 96 Raw. And he defeated Leaf Cassidy. And then he wrestled on Superstars in a dark match, so it wasn't on Superstars. On October 22nd, and he defeated a... It just says question marks on Cage Match. Cool. Okay, so so he's making his... Oh, my God. His true debut. Right. Okay, so we have Mankind in the ring. He's rocking back and forth with the urn pallbearers on a knee. And it looks like the executioner is uh, standing on the floor. I feel like it's been forever since we've seen Mankind. Oh, FJF. Come on, it looks like he forgot to come to the ring. Yeehaw. Great, he got the star entrance. Yeah. He did, because technically FJF. Mankind would have been the job. He had the job around him. You know, first. Collide. Let's go, FJF. <laughs> Let's go, FJF. That's right. <coughs> oh, guys, I didn't continue any anything else with Nitro here. Yeah, we only got Jarrett and uh, Benoit. Okay, so we also had Zero with Sonny Ono. Facing off against Malia Hasoka 
in the, a first-round WCW Women's Title Tournament match. That match was very short. Uh, it went a minute and 42 seconds. And Zero won that. Let's see. Then Gene Okerlund, he's back. Question DDP whether or not the NWO are courting him. For who was courting him? Uh, if the NWO was courting uh, DDP. Okay. Talking about the history between him and the Outsiders, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but DDP did not say if he was going to join the NWO. And I'd also like to reference the point that Sting actually interfered in that first match, by the way. He uh, he hit Jarrett with the Scorpion Death Drop. That is how mm. um, that kind of finished up. Then, there's only one more match that happened on the first hour, which was uh, Rey Mysterio Jr. facing off against Cyclope. I don't even know if I've heard C- that. Cyclope. Cyclope. Okay. There you go. That's why I don't know who that is. That match went five minutes and 59 seconds, and it looks like Rey Mysterio won that. Uh, and it looks like there was a confrontation potentially. Let's see. Oh, it was Cyclope's debut. Uh, um, it looks like Dean Malenko was uh, around for this. Oh, wait a second. This is huge, too. Ultimo Dragon made his debut sitting ringside with Sonny Ono. Oh, that's cool. Covered in titles. Of course. <laughs> and, yeah. Dean Malenko locks eyes with Psychosis. Psychosis walks away. Oh. Um, yeah. That was a nice pile driver there by Mankind. Yeah, Mankind's been fucking dominating this match. Oh, is that really a surprise? Yeah. Get you against FJF. FJF is an underrated superstar. It's one of Bob's favorite guys. I like FJF. I have. I have always have. He's going to get choked out here with the mandible claw. Let's ring the bell, Brad. He's not even breathing. What are you talking about? That was not a bad squash. Well, yeah, it made mankind look like a fucking psycho. Yeah. I mean, I don't like this executioner guy. But I guess they all can't be winners. Yeah, he's goofy. Oh. I just like the look on his face. He doesn't even, even with, I know he's got a mask on, but he doesn't even look like Terry Gordy. To me. No. Undertaker. Lights are flashing. Wait a second. It's a shark cage. Is there something in there? Oh, that's what they showed us before. Oh my yeah, God! Yeah, the dummy. But it's but he's upside down. It's Paul Bear. You're saying that's what's gonna happen to Paul Bear? Oh, that's yeah. funny. Look at the face on that. He's like raccoon Paul, eyes. And Paul Bear's like, I can't look. That's They're saying something of the night. Creatures of the night. Creatures of the night, probably yeah. Say hello to these foolish souls for this Sunday. Just when I say, hey, guys, we're moving out of the uh, bullshit phase. Oh. We've stepped back into the bullshit phase. I actually read something pretty interesting that someone said on Twitter. Um, that Did they say fuck Undertaker? Because I got to go like it if they did. 
No, but they essentially say that Mankind helps, like, modernize his wrestling style. Like, with, between the feud, it kind of helped him kind of... Oh, absolutely. And I was like, wow, I didn't even think about that before, but that's such a, it's such a great point. Well, I think when you take away the urn, I kind of feel like you're taking away the slow, plotting... Right, well, and... Supernatural aspect of it. And it's just the way that Mankind works. Correct. Yeah. The, way, the way he wrestles, and that's... I think really important to note too. He's a little bit crazier yeah. than Undertaker's used to, right? Yeah. Up until this point, um, as he's randoming himself into the cage. Uh, I don't. I thought it was really interesting, and I didn't really think about it. But there's an impromptu, like uh, I guess, an unexpectedness to mankind's offense sometimes, and some of his mannerisms. Right. And I feel like Undertaker kind of steals that a little bit from Mankind. Because if you think about it moving forward, it's like, oh, Undertaker just dove over the top ropes to the outside. And, like, all this weird shit that, like, he'll just Man. explode and do out of nowhere. He wasn't doing that yet, has he? No. I mean, who would he have even been able to do that with? Giant Gonzalez? Well, right, right. Maybe. So it's just, it's just so interesting. I never even thought about it. Look at this Hall of Fame. Killer Kowalski. He's a wow. Look at these moves. Just punching the guys. He's so brutal. Oh, he he ripped, he teared off Yukon Eric's ear. That's how he got his nickname. Hmm. Two-time WWF Tag Team Champion. The Val, the that Valiant was. Brothers, Handsome Jimmy, and I forgot the other guy's name already. The WWWF. That's so crazy. I think about we're inducting people from the WWWF at this point. Well, who else? Would they, they don't have really have much backlog to go. With. Well, I know, but isn't that kind yeah. of weird to think about though? Like I can't. Yeah. Like imagine them doing that today. Okay, guys, uh, we are inducting this WWWF star. Everyone would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, you know, and what's funny is I'm sure there'd be people on Twitter that are like, dude, I loved his work. Um, yeah. <laughs> Who's this? Oh, look, this... a Rocky Maivia uh, vignette. Dude's looking jacked as fuck. He is uh, training or wrestling with uh, Zip, Tom, Tom Pritchard there. Oh, shit, yeah. Kelly, Kelly, uh, Kevin Kelly talking with him at the this park. This gives me like Bret Hart 92 vibes after he won the world title. He oh, has I don't know. If I don't the, know any better. I think this guy looks cool. Oh, look. Talking about I his mean, family. He certainly has like that baby face look. Oh, yeah. Well, so they're immediately. Think about what was cool in 96. A guy that looks like Rocky Maivia is fucking cool in 96. No, nah, he looks pretty cool. And they're making that immediate connection of, like, it's in his blood. His grandfather wrestled. His father yeah, that's wrestled. true. Oh, and we got footage of it so we can prove it to you. Yeah, that's true. Look at He recently introduced his father into the cauliflower... Cauliflower Alley Club, go, which is kind of crazy that they're even showing this on here. That's kind of weird. Imagine them talking about this now. Here you go, Dad. Yeah, it's Nick Bockwinkle. Hmm. Former WCW commissioner. 
I'm sure he wrestled in the WWF too. I don't know, did he? See, I don't know how I feel about here where you're showing training footage because and respect is not given a turn, dude. Oh, shoulder breaker. That he's must be putting funny. the work in. Right. I like that they're doing it with a black curtain behind it, so they isolate the ring, and you can like see it better. Well, they don't want you to see it's in a shitty ass warehouse. Here. Right. Right. Well, they let Sid out of the. Is he in his? Is that his <laughs> tights or his underwear? That's his underwear. The they look way smaller than his tights. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's his underwear. Why is he just in his underwear in the hallway? That's he just awesome. kicked a garbage can. I hope when they come back from commercial that he's he's in his trunk. It's big, it's bad, and it's coming. The Big, big Bang, bang Boom Tour. We're going. Are they coming to Syracuse this time or what? Let's find out. Survivor Series. New Haven, Connecticut. Oh, we're close. Springfield, Mass. That's next Tuesday. White Plains, New York. We're getting closer. Oh. oh Hull, Quebec, Quebec. Well, that's not far. That's not far. Montreal. Okay. Oh, wait. They're finishing it up at Quebec. Damn it. Damn it. Well, I guess we got go to gotta go to White Plains. Have you guys ever been to a show in White Plains in real life? No. I don't think so. That'd be cool. I, I can't believe this have. guy is literally in his underwear. Yeah, for sure. Uh, time check here. 3203. Glad I didn't forget that this time. You come down, Sean. Yeah. Oh, he's getting redder and redder as he's screaming. Well, and he's flexing his pecs. And that's Look at Kevin Kelly, dude. He looks fucking so scared. So obviously they didn't have much for the go home episode of Raw because we're like just recapping shit that's happened tonight. Yeah, by the looks of it. Sid is the type of guy that you definitely can't like reason with. Like, dude, it was on an accident. He's like, I don't even know what that means. I fucking hate you. He clearly showed immediate remorse. Why? Oh, he's the master and the ruler of the world. He's going to show him why he is the master and the ruler of the world. You know, Could you imagine trying to like script a Sid promo? It's impossible. You know what's interesting is we haven't seen any footage from the uh, house incident either. Oh, that's true, too. Oh, there's a st Steve Austin. He says, knock it off, Vance. Stone Cold, it's time to talk. How is he soaking wet already? Okay, could, you imagine, could you imagine if you're WCW and somebody says, hey, you're going to release this guy. And like six months later, the thing that's getting him over is not his wrestling. Well, that's a fair point. Like what? He's saying this is Bob Holly's most important match of his life. I think he's talking about Bob Holly still. It's not like he wasn't oh, no. a bad promo in WCW though. He wasn't great. 
Yeah, Pillman was the talker. Uh, no, I'm sorry, he was talking about Brad. Pillman was the talker in the Hollywood Blondes? Dude, with like the flair for the old and all that that's shit? An, Absolutely. Well, if you rewatch the segment, he's impersonating Flair, but Austin does the talking. Yeah, but the character-wise and the spotlight is on Brian Pillman. Oh, guys, we haven't done a time check yet. We're at 34 I, I, minutes. I already did that. <laughs> Bob just did it. I really didn't hear that because I was trying to listen. 32.03. Oh, so you did it literally two minutes ago. Yes. Okay, never mind, guys. We did one time check. <laughs> I was trying to listen to people talk. I did not hear Bob. <laughs> you weren't listening to me talk. No. Karate Fighter Tournament, guys. Great. Oh, it's Beauty and the Beast. Doc Hendricks for Sable. Why is this still happening? Doc is such a fucking creep. Well. I had that guy. Sable's talking. I had that guy. When it comes to karate fighters, Tiger Ninja's my man. Yeah, he was my man, too. That was my favorite guy. Is Sable going to be Doc? She has to, right? Because she's, she's like dominating this. She's, she's kicking him. Look at him. Oh, yeah, there you go. Easy. Hey, you could tell as soon as they started that she knew what she was doing compared to this guy. Fuck them having a ref there, like doing the ref shit. <laughs> He's so mad. I love it. Doc is like, this is bullshit. I love to a girl. All right, so the last of the mat of this uh, tournament, the first round, is Sonny against Mr. Bob Ackland. Now, if this was a matter of who has the longer rap sheet, Sonny would go over. Oh, yeah. Backland should make her, like, recite federal laws. Her Miranda she- rights? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sonny, so... So when you get arrested, what's the first thing you do? And she'll just be like, admit to everything. No, you ask for a lawyer. You idiot. Offer to suck the policeman's pee-pee? Jesus. They do say that my pussy's pretty cute. So I'm able to shout it to him. And then grab that nightstick and be like, this isn't the first time I've had a big black rod in my pussy. <laughs> Sacrass. <laughs> oh shit. Speaking of crass, we got Shawn Michaels in a towel, fresh out of the shower backstage, yelling at Sid. Yeah. So he tells Sid, I'm gonna knock you colder than a block of ice, which I have a very hard time believing. He says, with that chin you're sporting, I can hit it from anywhere. Oh my god. Yeah, it's fucked up. Interesting promo choices here. Sid in his underwear yelling in the hallway, and then Sean wearing only a towel yelling about Sid. Well, and the only appropriate thing is to then be like, you can see Sean Michaels in his towel more in his Playgirl magazine that just right. came out recently. Right. Correct. Good mark. Here comes Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, he just got mad at a fan for touching him. Don't touch me, goddammit. We had literally just under 10 minutes left of the show. I'm assuming this is the last match, but... It has to be. 
Austin three sixteen sign in the crowd here. I gotta tell you, Stone Cold with no knee braces is really weird. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. There was uh, I had a coworker today, and she had like a knee brace on. Or this was a couple days ago, and I said, uh, "Who are you, Stone Cold Steve Austin?" And she's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, it's like part of his look. It definitely is. Yeah. Bob Holly here getting the main event spot on Raw. Wow, crazy. And this would be, I guess, probably going up roughly around. Uh, that Mysterio sequel thing. Actually. Roughly, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's only one more thing that kind of happens at the end of uh, the first hour night show here. Um, besides that, the WCW website was vandalized, which is pretty bad. Um, it looks like uh, Hall Nash and Six come out to bother Tony and Larry Zabisco. Um, they advertise that they're going to be on the Cable Ace Awards this Saturday night. Wait a minute. It, is that Brett? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he in Canada? When? During this, like, during this taping sequence? This is the same venue. They haven't changed venues. Wasn't he not there? And now he's there? Yeah. Well, they, it's an illusion. Well, it's anyways, the NWO wants to wants Nitro instead of their own weekly segment on Saturday night, and the takeover is almost complete. So that's pretty much how we end the first hour of Nitro. And then if you really wanted, if that didn't tie in, the first match on the second hour, Luger versus Scott Norton. Mm. It was I don't Luger. care that much. Luger and Scott Norton. Okay. And of course, uh, Luger won. Then the Harlem Heat and the amazing French Canadians. Also known as the Quebecers. Then we had Conan versus Chris Jericho. Mm. Uh, that, the uh, Harlem Heat match ended in a DQ. Uh, or no contest, whatever. It's the Quebecers, Bob. Oh, and there's another DQ in the Conan and Jericho match. Nice. Then we had Hoovy Hoovy Juice Hoovy Juice uh, versus Miguel Perez Jr. Ugh. What? No. And Perez I gets him caught. Juicy Juice So Perez um, looks like he won that one. Hmm. Then the Faces of Fear fought the American Males. Is that the main event? Um, yeah, but some more stuff happens after that. But that's, yeah. Eventually, Hogan comes out, uh, Liz, all that. The American males, man, they are a draw, let me tell you. They are a draw. Marcus I actually just saw, I, I just saw a video recently of, um, Bagwell and Scorpio. And they're like, remember when we were voted the best tag team? Yeah, we want to fight FTR. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then Scorpio goes, yeah, man, we had all the hoes back in the day. And I was like, okay. <laughs> it's a bit different time. Usually we don't brag about hoes anymore. Got me laughed at. 
I think he's got his priorities straight now. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Vader live next week. They just advertised. Really? I'm down for that. Let's see what happens at Survivor Series. Yeah, that's a weird. That's weird. Heel versus heel. Oh, what's this? Is is this all? This is probably another Steve Austin hype package. Yeah. During during his match. Well, during the commercial, but during his match. Interesting. I hope Bob Holly wins now. Is this the same one from last week? Yeah, but you know what? I still like it because it's fucking weird and different and makes Stone Cold look like a badass. So fuck you. Yeah, I like this one a lot. More outside shit. That's what I vote. Yeah, it definitely gives it a different vibe compared to everything else. Saturday, November 16th. Hall of Fame. From the Marriott Marquis in Times Square. That's right. November 17th. That's right. Survivor Series, guys. Next week's episode. Hope you're ready. It's going to be a banger. You got to hear it. You got to hear it. Hey, who did that last week? Of course I did. Now it definitely has to be deleted. Hmm. How has Stone Cold not beat this motherfucker yet? You're getting the the Thez press with the punches. Dude, the hitman uh, is pissed. Do you guys do you guys know the meme where the guy is like <laughs> like really red right in the face, he's like pushing it out or whatever? Yeah. That's yeah, a Brett. Yeah, reminding yeah. me of Brett right now. <laughs> yeah. He does look like that. Yeah. Really does. That side profile shot. Yeah. Like, it's like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> and instead of the vein, it's the fucking hair down the side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I am looking forward to Brett Stone Cold. I mean, come on. They're getting the rub here. They're closing out Raw, not Sean and Sid. Bob Holly up to the top. Nah, that didn't go well. Austin got a foot up. Bart is so pissed right now. His veins coming out. He is turning red. Stunner. I know he's just sipping like coffee it's in the so backstage. Bad. Look at his mouth. Stone Cold Stunner. That gets he's him. like so. He's so disappointed in Bob Holly. I can't believe Bob lost. Well, all right. I guess Steve Austin's legit. He just beat Sparky Block. <laughs> he's a former tag team champion. He beat Jeff Jarrett too one time. All right. I guess we gotta take him serious. Oh man. I'm telling you, dude. You know what they should have done here? They should have had fucking Bret Hart come out in Sparky Plug's outfit. Because, you know, he could pull it off. 
Oh, Russell the match and fucking Bob Holly beats him in like five seconds and he's just like it's me Brett and Steve Austin's like what I can't <laughs> I like it <laughs> he pulls the Bob Holly singlet down it's the pink singlet underneath yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the crowd's like oh they're like they're going fucking nuts yeah but you know if you look you know you could you could ask like how could you how would you pull it up well you know you just have him wear like the like a the jacket with the hoodie over. And then, like, just, like, stand in the corner preparing. And then Steve Austin, like, walk up to him, do a back kick mule kick, blow, blow him. And then pull him down, put the sharpshooter on, still with the hood on. And then as Steve Austin's, like, tapping, you just pull a hood up and be like, it's me, Bret Hart, I did it! Oh, my God. So Bre- Stone Cold just wants to go into the room that Bret Hart's in, but it's, it looks like it's locked. And he's like, I said I was going to beat him up for free, but I ain't going to do it. So now he's banging on the door. He said, this is the match of the decade. You should open what if it was Sid's locker room? I, I, Sid oh, came locked. Out. It's unlocked. It can be opened. He just, he did a Jericho. That was really bad, though. It I mean, the whole thing. open, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, what if it was fucking Sid's locker room, dude? And Sid came out and beat the shit out of him. In his underwear. <laughs> Is that you, Shawn Michaels? Did you shave your head? <laughs> he Stone Cold definitely opened the fucking door though, which oh one hundred percent he did. That that does suck. Uh, all right, I'm gonna say. I mean, I don't think that was necessarily a bad show. I don't think it was bad, but like, I had more fun with our talking than the show. Yeah. Like it it wasn't a super great show. Nothing yeah. like nothing like last week, where we were hooked. Yes, I mean, like I, I liked the opening match was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know, and it adds that build to the to the title match. It's not anything mind-blowingly different though. But uh, no, I think I think that in terms of like promoting um, Survivor Series, I think it did pretty decent job i'm still i'm still looking forward to it we have a bunch of debuts yeah that we have never seen on television whether like as dallas has said they haven't even been on superstars it's like here if you're fucking too cold scorpio as flash funk for the fun of it we've not even not even vignettes they casually are like yeah flash funk as if everyone knows who that is (laughs) right (laughs) we don't know who this guy is at all so Yokozuna is coming back too. We haven't seen him since like the SummerSlam kickoff show that we didn't watch. And half the guys don't even have proper like fucking renders or promo shots. It's like screen captures that they ripped yeah. out of other shit. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, I don't know how much I'm actually looking forward to Survivor Series as a stipulation and like event card but i mean sid sean steve austin brad hart I, that's pretty much all you got to tell me i think i think so too and both i think are, are built enough that it's it's pretty exciting yeah i think this is the first world like world title match that i'm like kind of excited about in a while that i can think of i don't think sid's gonna win it which sucks, because, like, how many times can Sid, like, challenge for the belt and not win? I almost think, how can you not, though? Like, 
Sid's so over. How would you just do it? I don't know, man. I think but, you kind of have to. But WWF has this way of if they like someone, that's that's their champion. They don't care. Well, that's what I'm saying. So here, I don't know. I'm pretty curious. Here, here's my next question. Do you think that because uh, Sean has really become like a like a second second tier feud? He's not like the main feud here. It's Brett and Steve. Would you guys consider this world title run by Sean underwhelming, disappointing, maybe even borderline failure in terms of like keeping him at the at the tippy top and nobody can surpass him? Because obviously here in the future, there are guys that no one can touch Mm -hmm. to overlap them. And Sean here, as soon as Brett comes back, he is overlapped. Well, when Brett comes, I think that's a good point to bring up because I don't I don't think his title run's been bad. I mean, Vader, Mankind, uh, who else has he defended it against? In, Diesel. In Diesel. I mean... The, gold, gold dust on TV. Yeah. I mean, I think the run itself has actually been pretty decent, but I think that's a really great point because Bret Hart's coming back. <laughs> and the thing that's crazy, I'm a huge Shawn Michaels fan. I love Shawn Michaels. But I'm, like, really excited to see Bret Hart back. So... For me, it's even like kind of weird to think like, man, a lot. I like really like seeing Sean. Am I seeing him too much? Maybe that's what it is, and I just haven't seen Brett in so long, or or what is it? Yeah, I mean that that's interesting too. I feel like Sean has been on like almost. It seems like every raw. Like I don't think Brett was really at that. Pace. No, there was there was some of these shows where it was like, okay, we saw Brett once on the taping. Correct. And he did, like, an interview. And, like, that stuff is a bummer. Sean is at least – he's, like, in the ring doing something on every show, I feel like. Yeah, but that takes away the specialness of your WWF champion. Yeah, but I think you also need to show him off to be, like, your star. I don't know if I agree with that because Brett, like, in his first title run on Ross, like, he was having pretty good TV – like, with Fatu. Like, we've mentioned it countless times. Stuff like that. And I don't think that hurt his – Appearance now was he doing it every week? No, no. Like Sean, like one week would be fighting Leaf Cassidy, and then the next week it's Marty Jannetty. I don't think you need to do that. With I agree with your world champion, you can do that one. You can probably do just Jannetty, and then mm-hmm. wait a couple weeks and then have someone else. But to have him fight like two tag team guys in a singles match back to back weeks is not going to help your your draw probably. I agree with Sean getting probably too much airtime because usually if he's not wrestling, he's getting a talk, like a talking segment. And to me, for my money at this time, Sean Michaels is not the best talker in the world. No. So you're giving the crowd opportunities to see too many chinks in the armor. And it's just being set up that way. It doesn't have to be that way because there's not a lot of chinks in Sean's armor. But the more we see of him and the more we're being fed him, the more opportunity mm-hmm. we're getting to notice that stuff. Um, for me, I much prefer the every other week or maybe every two weeks sort of pop in and out from a champion, have a good match, have a face-to-face segment, do a contract signing and done or something. 
Um, to me, again, it keeps the specialness of this guy is the champion. He's the man. He's not wrestling Leaf Cassidy on Raw every week because he doesn't need to because he's the man. Right. So part of me does feel like that. On the other end, it is nice that Sean is so active and so part of the show that even if the run itself isn't very memorable, Sean Stain is all over 1996. There is no avoiding Shawn Michaels in 1996. Whether that's by design, I don't know. And is it for better or worse? I don't know. But mm-hmm. at least you can say that. There is no lack of Shawn Michaels in 1996. Yeah, that is true. Um, so maybe it's, you know, quantity over quality in this case. To whereas Brett, you might get more quality matches. Sean, you're just getting a lot of them. Um, I don't know. And I, I think looking back and like before I really, well, you know, before this and before we really watched all the way through 96, I thought of Sean having way better matches in 1996 than he actually does. Because I don't know, I'd say maybe there's a handful that we've seen. And Sean has had lots of matches in 1996. Um, I would probably say, Bob, to answer your question, especially for the buildup and like the quote unquote passing of the torch moment at WrestleMania last year. I don't think Sean reached the level of Bret Hart as a champion. No, yeah, I agree. Um, which in a way, in a lot of ways, somebody could say that then, and if that's the case, then yes, it is a disappointment. Um, I don't know though. There, you cannot compare, in my opinion, you cannot compare Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. They are tailor made for two very separate areas of pro wrestling. Um, somebody's done with the podcast here. They're already playing other shit. Yeah, Dallas. I don't know what the fuck that was. Um, so I don't know, man. That's, that's kind of my take on it. But yeah, I do think that Stone Cold and, uh, Bret Hart have definitely taken kind of that place as the, the main focus here going into Survivor Series. And really, Pillman helped facilitate that a little bit. I mean, he was kind of the catalyst that made the two kind of come to a head so for my money i mean what am i looking forward to more bret hart and stone cold steve austin i agree with that i think i think there's more hype behind it too which is kind of crazy yeah and it's It's, one of those deals too where i feel like that's the more progressive mm storyline yeah no it definitely is it's been a slow burn in a way, too, because like you said, Pillman kind of putting him together. Pillman's been taking shots, I feel like, since he came on air. Right. Yeah. So well, it, and it, he did it like in his press conference or whatever. Right. So, yeah, it, this was it was made to happen. It's been a long time in the making. So hopefully it holds up and is as good as we are hoping it's going to be. And I mean, if you compare the two feuds, right? So you look at Sid and Sean, how many times have we seen feuds exactly like that? 
And then if you look like, you know, at Brett and Steve Austin and kind of how all this has come together, the fucking Pillman's got a gun shed and Brett's like coming back out of being away. And it's Stone Cold is kind of emerged out of nowhere as Austin 316 after winning King of the Ring, even though he doesn't want to be associated with that. Um, it's it's much more modern compared to how they're do, you know booking the Sean Sid stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. It's based almost in a in a pseudo reality, even though it's right. not really reality, but it's it's meant to be that. Yeah. No, I I absolutely agree with you, and I think that we can all agree that leading into the sh- leading into Survivor Series that we're all expecting Brett and Austin to be the match of the night. I hope they tear yeah. the fucking house down. I really do. Yeah, me too. Uh, I should note here <clears throat> that there is a free-for-all match. It's on show. Do you guys want to know who's involved in that? Sure. Or should I, or should I wait till Survivor Series? Well, normally, I feel like we do that at Survivor Series. I'll wait till Survivor Series. Then. All right. Leave us on a cliffhanger, Bob. Yeah, I will. All right. I am really looking forward to Survivor Series. I think this is the first true pay-per-view. In 96, that I'm really looking forward to watching. As in with, not an in your house is what you're saying. Right. Yeah. And with and like with full context, like watching. I mean, I've watched Survivor Series 96 probably a few times, but never with full context watching each and every week leading into it. I don't think I was ever really aware of just how much better of a story that Austin and Brett is compared to Sid and Sean. Right. So that's probably going to help a lot too. And I also yeah. kind of probably didn't even realize that there's guys on these on the show that we had never seen before. Flash yeah. Fun, which is crazy. Lafon and Furnace. Yokozuna's back for first time. Yeah, even that. Yeah. It's like what? Yeah, it's quite bizarre. I'm really looking forward to it. I hope that everybody else is looking forward to it. So until next week, until Survivor Series. Ross and Skinner for Dallas Greeley. I am Bob Conning Jr. And this has been Uncle Bob. You gotta hear it. <laughs>